Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, Dan here. In honor of Bravo airing a Real Housewives of DC Marathon for the first time in almost a decade, we wanted to drop something special in the main feed this week. It is our recap of the very first episode. If you enjoy it, you can follow along as we recap the entire season over on our Patreon, located at patreon.com slash comethroughqueen. Of course, we also have our regular episode this week dropping today as well, so stay tuned for that and enjoy. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is a Patreon bonus series recapping Real Housewives of DC. I'm so excited. I had low expectations coming into this, and I couldn't be happier. Okay, so let's unpack that for a second, because I think the reason you had low expectations might be because the show was canceled after one season. Yes. But... The reason it was canceled was not because, as far as I know, the performance of the show or the quality of the content. The reason it was canceled was literally because the FBI was asking Bravo for footage from the show because, spoiler alert, the stars, two of the stars were... Snuck into the White House. Snuck into the White House. (laughs) Which, the beginning of this... uh, season kind of sets that whole concept up in terms of it's not money that rules in dc it's access to power access to power i it's so so interesting watching the show so i watched it i watched it 10 years ago it's been 10 years since it premiered yeah it premiered in i think october of 2010 uh or no interestingly august 2010 august and beverly hills season one premiered in october of 2010 wild so this actually is a predecessor of Beverly Hills. Wild. And Beverly Hills kind of changed the game housewives-wise, but we don't need to go into that. Uh, I do want to say uh, DC, from looking at Wikipedia, got better ratings 
than Dallas and I think even Potomac currently do. Oh, wow. And better ratings than a lot of the fr- – but you know, this was a different time. This is like comparing mm. like music sales right. back then. Right. Because I think all like all of the housewives got better ratings in the in these days. Mm-hmm. And back then, so the Real Housewives of DC. I just think it was such an interesting political time. Obviously, and this, the way that this focuses on politics really heavily, and most other housewives don't want to touch politics is very interesting. Okay, so I, like as soon as I was watching, I was doing research while watching. I was pausing because I didn't want to miss a second. Mm-hmm. Hitting up Wikipedia. They filmed this in 2009. Okay, yeah. Because the White House Correspondence Center was like November 2009. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the series, essentially. Well, no, no, no. It was, uh, it was uh, not a Correspondence Center. It was, what's it called? A state dinner. Oh, okay. It yeah. was a state dinner honoring India. Yes, which is yes. why Mikhail was dressed up. Yes. In a sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We only have five wives. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of surprising because I feel like episode one was giving us friend ofs already. Yeah. There's a few important friend ofs. Like Paul is an important one. Yeah. Um, who's There's another one who I'm... Trying to think, oh, the the Republican lobbyist. Edwina. Edwina is kind of a friend of. Does she reappear? She reappears later, yes. She seems so thirsty for the for the camera. I know. And then Stacy's friend, Erica, mm-hmm. who the moment she hit the screen, I thought I recognized her from somewhere. Okay. But then I, I tried looking her up and I couldn't really like there was not too much on her. Yes. Um I would say out of those, Paul is kind of the most important friend of on the season. Yeah. Um, Edwina appears. There's some, I'm, I'm telling you, there's some wild stuff to come. I think this episode brought us a lot of wild stuff that I didn't even remember. And then there's like a lot of wild stuff just like in the future. Okay. So it's, okay, For first of all, most, I have low expectations because most first episodes are not too exciting. Mm-hmm. But I'm forgetting that this is a new franchise. Right. So usually a new franchise will try to start off with a bang to like set the stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're starting off with the um, American Polo Cup. Yeah. Well, well, we're, well, first we're introduced to five the five women. The five women individually. Uh, Mary Eamons is the first one. So Mary Eamons, as I was watching this, I was like, she's kind of getting the star at it. Like as like the one that like, like the Kyle Richards, like the relatable girl that we're kind of following. But she's the one that I couldn't really pin down. Like what is her shtick other than being, I guess, in, mm. as you're describing the relatable one. I think she's the like the relatable girl. And like, I think this was a thing that, we had more on Housewives back then where like you need one that like the audience will latch on to, to like, to like relate to and see themselves in their shoes. Yeah. And it's kind of like the Kyle Richards thing, the parallel to me really stuck out when you then see Mary with Linda and Linda would be like a Lisa Vanderpump type. Okay. We'll jump to Linda. Mm-hmm. Linda is the elder Yes. Right? <laughs> I mean, she was early 50s when this was filmed. Yeah. I looked it up. I mean, I looked up. Kat was in her 30s. Right. 
which is wild to me because she seems older. Here. She does, but it's like I think British like, people seem older. And uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> it's like like how this is this is the Patreon bonus. There's only going to be like a few people listening. Brendan. Like how Charlotte <laughs> Aubrey looks older. Mm-mm. It's like I think there's like a British sensibility makes people seem wiser. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. I thought it was very interesting. Uh, we don't have a lot of interracial relationships on Housewives. Right. And then Abong. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't think they're still together, sadly. Yeah. So we have her. We have Stacy, real estate agent, DC, mm-hmm. the one black housewife of the five of them. Yeah. I think, like, she is the one who's appearance on the show aged the best oh yeah i mean she seems to me the most normal yes what did you not pick that up when you were you more of a mary stan back in the day i was a cat stan oh. but when i look at some of the things she says and like that kind of Ooh. stuff i'm like oh god <laughs> yeah. oh, well that's like near the end of this episode and i can't wait to get to that oh my god but speaking of cat we meet her and her two daughters Yes, and her husband. And her husband. Her husband who, I correct me, she had a relationship when she was really young, seemingly had kids with someone else, mm-hmm. and then married him recently. Married him, like, I want to say like 18 months before this was filmed yes. and moved to D.C. And is like the fish out of water in D.C. Except she and the kids are loving it. Yes. They're out in the backyard playing. Yeah. Some of their houses, like, they're not as, like, extravagant as other housewives' houses, but they're, like, homey, and I, like, want to, like, be there. Her tagline is mm. one of the best taglines of all time. Remind me. I'm, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. That's good. It's so good. That's good. If only the, like, production value. I need to look up what the um, production company was, because, like... Their taglines and their title card just looks... Yeah, I mean, this reminds me... Remember a few seasons back of Jersey where, like, the audio was off on the taglines? (laughs) Like, you couldn't hear what they were saying. Right. Like, that had the same energy here. It was a very messy, like, twirl Mm -hmm. for the camera during the taglines. And they don't hold anything. They don't hold anything. Like... We we have like a giantess and a like a, a short lady. Yeah, and it's like they're like above the White House randomly. <laughs> like we got to be in size order. Cat cat's in the middle, and she's like to the side with her elbows sticking out. Right. I also wonder when this was greenlit. Like when they said let's get cameras up in DC and like because it's interesting because it did come at a time when. A lot of the country thought like DC was sexy because we got the Obamas yeah. just got in there. Like we like were loving life. Obviously, not all over the country, but like a big portion of the country. And I wonder when it was a uh, when actually greenlit. Yeah, I mean, I th- I would say Obama had been elected at the very least because mm-hmm. if he he's elected in two thousand eight November. And I'm thinking we're shooting summer of 2009. Right. Okay, so there's only five women to meet. Well, we we didn't 
talk about Mikhail. Oh, Mikhail. Oh, how could I skip over her? Or how Linda calls her Michaela. She is a wild one. Yeah, and I want to say, like, speaking of Linda, I don't think we've entered a Housewives season where it's like, these women already, like, Linda already hates Mikhail. Michaela. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I would say they all seem to know each other. Except Kat is inter- seems to be introducing herself mm-hmm. to everyone, and Stacy doesn't really seem to know them. Mm-hmm. But I think Mary, Linda, Mikhail all have connections. Yeah, and I think all of them have remained friends with Linda, Stacy, and Mary being like the closest. And oh, except for Mikhail. Mikhail's yeah. off. Spoiler alert: Mikhail's off with uh, with uh, what's that song? A journey, journey. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then where is Kat? Is she even in this country? I think she's back in the UK. Okay. Okay, so we get the five different intros. And then we have the Polo Cup. Yes, the American Polo Cup, um, which apparently, which Linda says, it's not good for my business and it's not good for the city. <laughs> <laughs> and then she refers to it as that little goat rodeo. Yeah. I think that Linda would like Loki be a legendary housewife if we went on. The problem is, is like we only have them for one season. I know, so they're so rough and tumble. But like, like some not of camera the, ready. Some of the lines coming out of her mouth are good. So Linda didn't really jump off the page to me, but now that you're you are selling her to me. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the one that jumped off the page to me the least was Mary. I. That's interesting because re-watching it last night, I was like, they're setting her up to be like the star character. Hmm. Like okay. I said, the relatable one. Okay. But I also like, uh, I don't know. I was like comparing her to like Kyle Richards. So may, I might be right or wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Mikhail at the Polo Cup, bopping around with a frenetic energy <laughs> that we have not seen before. <laughs> Uh, and she's the type of person, she's actually, she would be great at improv because she's the perfect yes and. Yeah. Like when she's talking to Edwina and Edwina's talking about her like job as a lobbyist and like Mikhail's yes anding and saying, oh, I actually, I lobbied too. <laughs> and then she calls her like her fellow girl lobbyist, which like, perfect. <laughs> we do... I think Edwina is the first person that we land on. I mean, she's just a Republican lobbyist. Right. And then I think throughout the course of this episode, we slowly uncover everybody's political affiliations. Mm-hmm. I, I think Mikhail seems to me to just go with the wind. Yeah. And I think like a lot of them kind of do. Yeah. In ways. And I think that's the thing about access to power. When you have access to power, regardless of like who's in power, you go with it. Yeah. It's very Ramona vibes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, I mean, that was the polo cup. There weren't, Kat was there just like making the rounds. Mm-hmm. We meet Paul War- Wharton. Yes. Who, he too looked familiar to me and I looked him up and then it seems like he was a coach on <clears throat> Made. On MTV. What was made? Remember that show where they would, like, a kid would want to become something? Right. Yes, 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 yes. I, so that was 
Manila Luzon was on that on a drag queen episode. Oh. As a coach. Made would air at like 11 a.m. on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And its heyday was when I was in college. So you can only imagine that was like perfect. Waking up. Rolling out of bed. Get a coffee. <laughs> sit on the couch. Yeah. So I like he definitely felt familiar to me. Uh, and he also is kind of like a connector mm-hmm. in terms of the housewives here. Right. Like he has relationships with multiple housewives, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Okay. So Mary, we go back to Mary's house. We have a fingerprint lock. She has 25 children. I mean, she is like a Bronwyn predecessor. She has a child named Lolly. Yeah. She's the eldest, the yes. elder child. Who, who has the same style and tries to steal her clothes. Yeah. I do like this for her. Like the, like the so many children, because mm-hmm. like although that's a current thing, like back then, only like I mean Kyle Richards too yes. had a bunch of children. Yes, all my children. Okay, but it's Mary's birthday, and Lolly gets a confessional. Oh yeah, Lolly gets a confessional. <laughs> yes, thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, and this is also like this is still the era where. They were also doing the thing where they pull people to the side and do confessionals like on the spot, on the spot. And there's yeah. one with Tarek at the American yes. Polo Cup earlier in the episode, and he could not be happier. I know he was like a pig in shit to be on camera. I mean, to this day, I'm pretty sure I heard that on Airbnb you can stay at his house, and he has like Real Houses <laughs> of DC memorabilia. Good. <laughs> has he remarried? Do I we know? I don't think so. I think he's living just like a sad, sad life. Mikhail was his peak. But that might be like f- for the best mm. for him. And for society. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mary's birthday party. Now, this is this is where things take a turn for mm. me. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are sitting Stacy next mm. to the one other black person at this party. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recall. No, well, I, I, I'm, I'm misspeaking because Linda's boyfriend is there. Right. But, uh, was it, wait, was it Ted Gibson celebrity hairstylist? Yes. Yes. And Mary just keeps saying like, you two are going to be friends. It's, <laughs> there's so many cringy parts of this. And then like Mikhail starts talking about the congressional black caucus dinner. Yes. And she's like, like, are you going? <laughs> like, I'm going. What the <laughs> fuck? And then Mary, once she starts getting a little more turned, she starts doing the girlfriend, girlfriend oh my God, shit yes. <laughs> and saying, quote unquote, salons need to integrate and <gasps> we have different hair, different needs, but why do we need to be in different salons? And then jumps to the Obamas. It's so all over the we place. Were, we were hanging from the chandelier when this scene was airing. I, I, I did not expect <clears throat> to get this much. I know. I really didn't. I know. <laughs> Um, and like while we were watching it, we were saying like, could you imagine living in a world where this still existed? I think it would be the most popular franchise. DC Housewives, yeah, yeah, because like we're like we're in a world where like all everyone is talking about <clears throat> is politics. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Wow. <laughs> okay. Um. So Linda starts with Mikhail. Oh yes, and talking about her weight. Which this was interesting too, because recently on the podcast, I I talked about how we have not really talked about weight and eating disorders much on the Housewives, mm-hmm. and this 
predates Jules, mm-hmm. predates anything going on on Beverly Hills. Predates Jackie. Predates Jackie. So like this is probably the first time on any of the franchises. Yeah. It's wild. Just like Lind for I know this didn't jump out to you last night, but Linda like going for the jugular yeah. all over the place this yeah. episode. Yeah. Now the more I like, think about it, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Kat's husband has been shooting Joe Biden all day. It's to see <laughs> like to see this when we're like when we just had Super Tuesday, not to like put a timestamp yeah. on this, but when we just had Super Tuesday and what happened with Biden there, it's like to see him being in this episode. <laughs> I am truly watching this. Like sometimes we've we've said this. Sometimes like things find you when when you need them. <laughs> <laughs> I do think Real Housewives of DC has found me when I need it most. Yeah, um, we got Joe Biden wearing his aviator sunglasses in a, in a car, filmed by Cat O'Mahony's then husband. I know, but the funny thing is, like Cat O'Mahony's then husband isn't like the famous of the. Like, you know how there's, like, the famous yeah. housewife, not housewife photographer, white house photographer from the Obama era that, like... Yeah, it's not him. ...is on Instagram all the time. It's not him. It's a different one. <laughs> I know. You would think this is him, <laughs> the way she speaks. Um, so, he compares North Carolina to Deliverance at one point. Yeah. I, I wrote that down for some reason. Yeah. But it just kind of shows, like... Cat's attitude about the U.S. in general, which is yeah. interesting. So I only know Deliverance. I don't know if you are going to get this reference. If you ever saw Tiny Toon Adventures, How I Spent My Summer Vacation, like yeah. the Tiny Toons movie, because mm-hmm. they do a Deliverance thing with Babs and Buster mm-hmm. when they're like rolling down the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, I remember that? that? Yeah. That show was so good. It was always such a treat to watch. But that, but that movie in particular, I can... Like, you know, when I'm re-listening to audio that we have recorded, yeah, and I'm lip-syncing for my life, yeah. I can lip-sync for my life to that entire movie. You lip-sync to your life sometimes when I'm in conversation with you, and you're like it's like you're guessing what I'm <laughs> about to say. <laughs> um, I mean, do, am I a winner, baby? <laughs> yeah. The I will say one more thing about Tiny Toons Adventure, or Tiny, whatever it was called. It was always such a treat when <laughs> the original characters, like the OGs, oh. would like be there as the teacher. Yeah, they're I, the professors. I loved that so much. <laughs> and it was like, it would only happen like once or twice an episode where you would actually like, see them. Not even once or twice an episode. Yeah, and I loved it. Yeah. It was so oh. good. <laughs> okay, so Mary, Mary's husband is a style setter. Which, like, them trying on the outfits... Truly setting the style. Being honored by this publication that I wonder if it still exists. Uh, when we were watching, Alex was familiar with the publication. Wow. So I think it does. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, this was like a really quick thing, but it was another event that both Linda and Mary were both at. Yeah, and Mary Paul also... was there. I'm pretty sure. Paul Wharton? Oh, yeah. Paul was... Yeah, because that's where Paul... Talks to Linda. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul's the true. And that's when is this Sheree when, Whitfield of this? Is this when Linda was kept on insisting that she loves Mikhail, and then telling people that she loves Mikhail with pairing that with talking about her eating disorder, yeah, or her supposed eating disorder, rather, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we get to Janet Jackson's personal chef. Unless there you have was something else. One more thing. 
And actually, I think, I think at one point Paul came to the modeling agency, Linda's oh, modeling agency, yeah. and they're looking at like a rack of clothes, and they say it's not a recession rack, <laughs> <laughs> like meaning that it's like expensive garments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, like that stuck out to me as something that's like wild because this was filmed like amid that like crawling out of the recession like yeah. not even crawling like months after like the bailout yeah yeah um but let's get to stacy's house now this <laughs> like this is what we need and i'm surprised that you know the the conversation about diversity on the housewives has come up in the past year more more so than in previous years yeah and like this is what we need this is like truly having like like tone deaf white people talking their asses off when they should just like shut the fuck up. It was so good. <laughs> and I'm glad it wasn't just Stacy. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we had Erica. I'm glad we had Shirley. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we had Chio, the Janet Jackson's personal chef. Right. Who we learn has also cooked for Tyra Banks. <laughs> Tyra Banks or Kat does not like Tyra Banks Kat thinks that Tyra Banks is hideous but not how she looks just she is hideous wild uh, and then Kat starts doing like a Tyra impersonation God. which is <laughs> just kind of like her impersonation of a black woman it's truly wild. It's so this bad. paired this literally paired with Mary earlier in the episode yeah. when she got drunk and started like saying girlfriend over and over. Yeah. So, luckily Mary is here too. And we get a conversation about comparing Bush to Obama. <clears throat> right. So Katz has been got some sort of award for his photography. And because he had done photos for both Bush and Obama, he sent both Bush and Obama invitations to this award ceremony. Bush showed up. Obama didn't. Yeah. But, like, Obama was currently the president. And Bush was just hanging out. Yeah. And Kat was mad about the fact that Obama didn't show up but then also she talked about inviting both of them to their wedding right and bush rsvp'd and obama did not rsvp right and then that's how we then we like start going into george bush was a father figure for charles uh george bush is a good man right a gentleman right and this is a quote from stacy stacy and i think at a confessional or maybe not a confessional said you should respect your leaders by their policies not by whether they rsvp to your wedding <laughs> yeah stacy was doing really good confessional work during these like this part of the episode so we get this from kat who i don't care too much about like where she lands with politics since she's like not from here mm-hmm. anyway like it's like a little irrelevant to me yeah go for her like boris johnson or yeah whatever. but mary chimes in about also liking George Bush too. As a yeah, as quote unquote as a person. As a person. So what to me what was interesting about this is I feel like at this point George Bush was not yet on like the 
re like the painter's rehabilitation tour. Right. Like, I feel like the feeling on George Bush, like year one of the Obama years had <clears throat> not come around, especially to where we are now, where he people didn't, people didn't start like liking him for bad reasons again until like Trump was in the picture, really, right? Uh I mean, you you got to remember, it's eight years. I think it was a long road. Mm -hmm. Like, people were liking him in between, but I don't think people were liking him as much as Mary and Kat were in this episode in 2009. I know, but fucking access to power is what this show is about and what these people care about most. And yeah. they, had act, they had some sort of access to George W. Bush, so they like him. Yeah. I love this franchise. It's really good. It's a really interesting time capsule of exactly where we were as a country at yeah. this point. Like, the feeling and like that kind of stuff. It's so interesting. There's nine episodes and then two part reunion. Yeah, and the reunion set is really well done, I will say. I cannot wait to see Andy interact with these women. The reunion, I remember the reunion being really, really, really good. I also want to like go back and... Were they ever on Watch What Happens Live? Yes, definitely. And I think... I could be wrong. No, maybe not. I thought for a second that Kat had been at the Watch What Happens Live New Year special, but I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. There was a lot of blonde women there. Yeah. I mean, we do... The only thing about DC I ever knew... Was Cat and Luann. Cat eviscerating Luann. On the on the Watch What Happens Live Royal special. Yeah, and I mean like as we see, Cat's not a perfect character by any by any like yeah. scope. And I think I looked at back on her a little more fondly than like now that I'm watching this. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. Um, I didn't realize some of the stuff she said, but like that that Watch What Happens Live with Luann was good. Yeah. I do also want to say it's interesting how Cat walked so Lisa Vanderpump could run. True. Because they did film at the same time, but technically DC premiered first. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we had Cat for three months before ever truly meeting Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to also touch on was there are clips of this online, but I've mentioned it several times before, but The Real Houses of DC appeared on The View to promote the season. Mm. And obviously because of how things went, because of the White House crashing was such a big news story, most of the interview focused on that. And you could tell that the other wives like resented that. And I think if you go through the entire, if you go through clips of the entire media tour and press tour they did leading up to this, you would see a lot of that, especially from like Linda. Yeah. But this is where the like famous Whoopi versus Mikhail Salahi yes, feud yes. comes from where... Mikhail Salahi accused Whoopi Goldberg of assaulting her backstage at The View <laughs> or something. And yeah. there's like, it's covered over two episodes of The View where they like appear and then they talk about it. It's interesting to go back and watch. Yeah. Wow. I'm so excited to watch more. I'm excited to talk about it with you. And I would love also to hear people who listen to this, whether they're watching this for the first time mm -hmm. or reliving it now, 10 years later to like chime in with their opinions as well. Yeah. So that is it for 
this bonus episode. We have much more to come with DC, and I'm so excited to continue this journey. Yeah, go go leave a review on Patreon. All right, bye guys. Bye. Come through, Queen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.